If you have your Bibles, open them with me and turn to Ephesians chapter 6, and we're going to start at verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you could take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Let me stop there for a second. Here's something important that you need to understand. When you think about uh, uh, what's happening in the world, it's a matter of evil and, and good. I know you're thinking, well, this, you know, life's not a, 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 a superhero movie. Well, let me tell you something. If you understand that, that things in this life are spiritual, because think about this. Are you trying to tell me that there is no force of evil that's behind a lot of the, um, the laws and the things that, that are happening when it comes to, to abortion, when it comes to euthanasia, when it comes to, to all the different things that we see? You're telling me? that there's not evil that's behind that? Of course there is. When, when you talk about murders that take place and, and all of these awful things, th th it's spiritual. There's, there's evil forces that are at work and that there's a lot of people who don't even realize that, that and I'm going to read a scripture in, in a second that's going to point out exactly what I mean, that don't even realize that they're being used by the, the evil forces of this world to carry out the, the plans of the devil. Well, let me tell you something. There is an agenda, agenda that's right, th this is a massive spiritual war. That's per put perfectly. The, the devil has an agenda, yes, but let me tell you something, so does God. And if you choose to put yourself and position yourself on God's side, then you're guaranteed to win. And that's why you have to make that decision. John brings up a good point. Some are willing participants. And, and it's almost like they, 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 it's like they like evil. They think it's a good thing. They think it's like that's how it should be. Let me keep reading. Verse 13. Therefore, so once we establish, okay, once we establish that there's a spiritual war and we can see that um, extremely clearly in the world that we live in perhaps now more than ever, now here's what we are to do because the bible remember this the bible contains god's promises but the bible is a book of instruction and it instructs us on how to live so the you know it, paul doesn't leave you by saying yep th this world is full of evil so good luck with that no he provides an instruction of what you need to do therefore put on the full armor of god so that when the day of evil comes you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything stand stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace in addition to all this take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions and with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Yeah, that's, we do have peace. 
Because if you, listen, if you focus in only on the bad things that are happening, you won't have peace. What you have to do is focus in on, hey, God knew this, this Bible was written a long time ago, way before uh, social media started, way before our current government was put into place. And God knew, he said, when that day of evil comes, you will be able to stand after you've done everything, continue to stand, stand firm. So what does that mean? If you're defeated, you're not standing. If you could picture, um, I'm not big on like war movies or anything like that. I've never seen uh, uh, the movie Braveheart, which is apparently like good. I don't know. I've never seen it. But if people are killed in battle, are they standing or are they down flat on their back or on their face? They're down. So Paul's reminded you of something. If you do this, you're, not only are you going to stand, you're going to continue to stand and continue to stand firm. So let's talk about these things. I just want to read one scripture first in 1 John, because when it talks about um, the flaming arrows of the evil one, these are the things, um, you know, that are trying to destroy you. Yeah, it, it is gruesome. And I don't like, I just don't like those kind of movies. <laughs> Can't do it. Um, so so the, the, that, that's a good point, uh, Jim. I would say distraction too. The devil, so the devil's schemes, and I'm going to read to you about the, the, the flaming arrows of the evil one. These are the things that, that are put in your way to trip you up. These are the things that are put in your way to, to, to get you off course. These are the things that are put in your way to try and defeat you. And if you let it happen, it will defeat you. Turn to 1 John chapter 5, verse 18. We know that anyone born of God does not continue to sin. The one who was born of God keeps him safe and the evil one cannot harm him. We are kept safe. There is a safeguard that the evil one can't touch us. We know, verse 19, we know that we are children of God and that the whole world is under the control of the evil one. If you weren't sure before, that should uh, you know, clear off any confusion. The world is under control. The Bible calls Satan the God, small g, of this world. And so that's why it might seem like, you know, always bad stuff is happening because the God of this world, small g, is Satan. And the, pe the, the people of this world, unless you're in Christ, are under control um, of the evil one. Hi, Dad. By the way, tomorrow's my dad's birthday. If you see him, make sure you say happy birthday. And yesterday was uh, Natalina's birthday. So if you see Natalina, say happy birthday. I love birthdays. Um, right? So, so that's why it might feel like, man, there's always all this, this bad stuff happening. And well, that's why. But listen to this. We know also that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding. That we have an understanding that, um, that the world doesn't have. So that we may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true. Even in his son, Jesus Christ, he is the true God and eternal life. Okay. So now we've seen something very clearly that yes, 
the world is under the control of the evil one, but we are children of God through Christ. And so we have an understanding of what's going on. Oh, Natalina's here. Happy birthday. I didn't get to see you yesterday, Natalina. I don't know how that happens. If When there's two services and I don't get to give someone a hug, it's a sad day. I don't know how that's possible. Too much going on. But we love we love church because it's a, it's a great time. Um, all right, so, so, so that's very clear because I want to set the stage for you to understand that yes, we are up against the evil forces of this world, but we're not defeated by them because we're in Christ. We know what's true, we know what's right, and we have an understanding of these things. So that's why we're not... <laughs> Please don't, don't be one of those people that are ever caught off guard by the things that you shouldn't be caught off guard. There shouldn't be any point in which you're caught off guard, in which you're thinking to yourself, man, I, I, I wasn't ready for this. I wasn't prepared for this. No, th- this, is, this is a preparation because I want, you to, I want to point out something clear again back in Ephesians. It says, so that when the day of evil comes, What does that mean? It means you have to be equipped with the armor for when the evil comes. You don't wait for the evil to come and then equip yourself. It might be too late. It might be too late. I'll tell you. Again, going back to the the, the picture of like war and battle. That's right, uh, Christina. The devil's a defeated foe. He already is defeated. Christ, Christ defeated him on the cross. We know that. Um... If you're in battle and, you know, you haven't put your your armor on and then the enemy starts to attack, you're in trouble. You don't wait for for, for, for an attack to say like, well, um, yeah, exactly when. It, it'll happen because opposition is, is part of this life. Opposition, when, you, when you're a, a, a person, a believer in faith, hey, Lynn, that's okay. You're, you made it. Um, glad you're here you understand that in order to advance the kingdom opposition is going to come against you that's a natural if you don't want the heat then then don't then then throw in the towel and say and now forget it this is too hard jesus promised that you will face opposition in this world for my name's sake right so we know that 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 it's always going to be a possibility that's why you equip yourself ahead of time so let's go through these things. Let's start um, with the first one. Um, so it says, stand firm then with the belt of truth. The belt of truth. The belt of truth. Let me tell you something about truth. What do we know about Jesus? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. I'm going to tell you about the belt Especially, and I'm very like, I'm not, like I said, I I don't like war movies. I don't like battle scenes, but I'm going to try to explain it the best I could with my limited knowledge. But the belt during this time, so when you put your belt on, it's then used to hold your weapons. So that's why the first thing you do is you put that belt on because it helps to hold other stuff, especially your sword. Okay. Um, so that's why the belt is very important and you have to understand truth. Think about truth today. Think about truth. There is no truth, right? You could have whatever truth you want. If I decide, well, you know what? I know I was born a woman, but actually, um, I think that I'm a a penguin. 
So I'm going to dress like one and I'm going to act like one. And you can't say anything about it because that's what I believe about myself. And I'm not now, I want to make clear, I'm not trying to, to, to poke fun at people because I understand that there are lost souls in need of Christ who, um, you know, who, who, who are very confused and very deceived. I want to make that clear because this is, um, hang on, I have a video request. I don't know if this was by accident or not. Let me see. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm really, did that work? I'm really not, um, that didn't work. I tried to accept the video request, but it's not working for some reason. That might've been a mistake. I don't know. Um, I'm not trying to like demean anybody or make anybody feel bad, um, cause of something that they're going through. Um, another request. Yeah, I don't know. The, the video requests are not working. No sound. Hmm. Still no sound. I just went mute. I don't know how that happened. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to let you in. It's just it's not working for some reason. Try to, uh, still no sound? Hang on. Yeah, it's just like the, the, hang on a minute. Can you guys hear me now or still no? Um, I could restart the live, but that would be. So still no sound, it's not happening. I don't know if it's my internet or not. I think I have good internet. So are we saying that there's still no sound? <laughs> oh man, I'm trying, I'm really trying to let, to let you in. Um, I feel, yeah, okay, just. So are we, are we saying there's still no sound? Yeah, it's not, it's not working to join. Um, yeah, I'm trying to let him in. It's not working though. Um, are you still, are you still not hearing me? Is there still no sound? Still can't hear me. Hmm. I don't know what's happening. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to restart and come back. Um, actually, let me write this down. Okay, I hope everybody read um, the message that I just did. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna restart. Who am I talking to? <laughs> I'm gonna restart. I'll be back in like one second. Okay, I think I'm back now. Just a little bit of a glitch um, that was not working. 
Can everybody hear me now? Just making sure the sound is back. I was trying to, um, I was trying to do like a video with, with somebody else and it just, it did not work, which I have no idea why, which is really strange, but I'm glad everybody's jumping on right away. I appreciate that. Um, I apologize. I was trying to, it would have been great, but I, I don't know what happened. It just was not working, um, to, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know why it wasn't working. It's really strange. Because usually if someone requests to come in the video, it's super easy. Um, yeah, because Evangelist Jonathan was trying to join in, which would have been really fun, but the video request wasn't working, which I have no idea why. Because he obviously had something important to say, um, but it didn't work. So if he's back, you could try again, but I, I, I don't know why it wasn't working. Okay. Yeah, Jonathan. <laughs> okay, let, let, me see, let me see if it works now. Did it work? Still no? Oh, I think it's working now. Could everybody hear me? Well, Marcy. <laughs> it no worked. One wonder, no one has to wonder whether you're doing the fast or not. You look like someone in the Allied troops set free from a German prison camp. <laughs> well, it's a good thing it's over. <laughs> so, oh, you broke it. No, that's right. You can eat today. You yep. Can yeah, I will. After this, I'm going to be eating. Don't worry. <laughs> you look like whoever was in charge of the laundry room at, at Ravensbrook. <laughs> um, and I mean that in a good way. I, I thought I should share, so you guys could be the first to know. Um, the U.S. is dropping all restrictions May 11th. Really? Is that for sure? Yeah, that broke like 10 minutes ago. Oh, man. Because I, I had heard that it was going to be April... But they said maybe in April, but I, I don't know. May 11th, Biden drops all restrictions. Wow, that's amazing. Did you? I don't know if you're if you're if you're watching from Canada. We're now going to be able to uh, go to the U.S. Um, <laughs> we're going to be able to go to the U.S. unhindered, um, which is awesome. That's yes. that's great news. Goodness. So I, I <laughs> we used to be like mi missing limbs and stuff and had nine kids and had tuberculosis and polio. My sister's living there in her plush house, stressed out, blood trickling out of her left ear from the strain. Oh man. Well, I don't know. I mean, they have like they have multiple babysitters. They have multiple babysitters, so it should be it should be easy, right? I appreciate that. Thank you.
<laughs> Thanks, Jonathan. Have you not been to the United States? Me? Yes, since the thing. No, I, I was I was with you in New Hampshire. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that it was as memorable for you as it was for me. <laughs> right, right now, you look like someone I would support for the price of a cup of coffee a day. The only thing that's missing, Marcy, is a fly landing on you. <laughs> you were sitting in the Sudanese desert. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I'm a I'm a walking advertisement for the company I work for, I guess. <laughs> Oh, thanks, Jonathan. <laughs> See ya. Well, that was fun. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's true. When it's really windy, it's it's tough for me. Um, so Jonathan broke great news that the borders finally... My goodness. And he said May 11th. Like, that's like still like, what, four months away? My goodness. Um, but that's great news because um, it, it, it's been, you know, it's been tough for, especially for people who have like family in the U.S. who are trying to, uh, <laughs> hey Tim, who are trying to get across. Um, it's been really, it's been rough, but you know what? That's great news. Um, if, yeah, exactly, Steph. I'll take it too. Looks like we're going to be planning a trip um, looks like we're going to be planning a trip to the States, which I'm excited. Um, I'm, I managed to get through at one point, but, uh, it, it's, it's difficult. Um, so that's good news. That was fun. Always fun to, to have a guest on. Um, yeah, let's, let's praise the Lord for that. Um, I know exactly Shiva that that's, that was the crazy thing for me that, um, you know, we could pretty much go anywhere uh my husband's going to australia the, later this year you can go anywhere um but you can't go to the states but now as of, of may 11 so everybody start planning your trips now let's take a trip back to what we were talking about um okay good penis back <laughs> oh man boy see it is it there's nothing better than good laughs on a monday i'll tell you that um, okay, so let's get back to, to what's going on. A lot of stuff is going on. Uh, we had a guest come in, Evangelist Jonathan took a break from his video games to join us um, and to let us know that we're going to be able to go to the States very soon, as of May 11th. Um, so let's get back uh, to this. Um, where were we? We were at the Belt of Truth. Yes, we were at the Belt of Truth. And I was trying to very nicely, because... You know, as I said, as I said before, when I when I was talking about this, um, <laughs> agree. This whole this whole thing, you know, and what we, you know what we were talking about before about the, the world being under the control of the evil one. It's no wonder when you have rules put in place that have no scientific basis, and it's keeping people, like I said, it's keeping people apart from their families uh, uh, for years. It's ridiculous. That's not. There's no good in that. There's no good in that. There. It, it is something that is born from evil. 
because there's no logic to it and there's certainly no health benefits to it. Like my aunt pointed out, you could, people that, that are American can come and go as they please. People from Europe, can, it make, it, it's, it's, anyways, we know and we understand that it makes no sense and there's no logic behind it. And that's why, like perfect for what we're talking about tonight is that we need to equip ourselves against these things and know that when we're in Christ, we have an understanding. So, so the spirit enables us and, and, and gives us that wisdom and that understanding so that we could realize, wait a minute, this is no good. You know, this is, uh, what's going on is not right. It's not just, and we can understand the evil that's behind it. And that's something that's very important that we need to keep our guard up. Like, like it said in the scripture, be alert and always keep on praying. So th there's an alertness that needs to come in. You have to be sober minded. Yeah, like Lynn pointed out that uh, m missing people's birthdays, occasions, because people are afraid. That's evil that's behind that. Fear is not from God. The, 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 the spirit of fear is not from God. God. The Bible says that God's given us a, a, a sound mind, right? Soundness of mind. Fear is not sound mind. Fear brings you to all the different places of things that could happen and most likely will never happen. But fear, it keeps you from living, right? And we, we understand then that those things are not a product of, of, of Christ. They're a product of evil. So as I mentioned before, you, you know, you have people and they're lost souls and we love them um, and we care about them and we want to see them saved. But people are doing whatever they feel like, right? There's no, there's no absolute truth anymore. My truth, your truth. And if you don't have um, a firm understanding of truth, you're going to be exposed to the assault of the enemy, because now, you, you know, instead of understanding, okay, what is truth? What is truth? Okay. Truth comes from, from the word of God. That's where I get truth. Then suddenly what ends up happening? Well, I don't know if that's actually wrong. Um, you know, I don't know if that's actually a sin. And then what starts happening? You start going down the path of things that aren't right and you start going away from the things of God because now you have no concept of what's true or not and then suddenly you're like well you know exactly what happened in the garden of Eden did God really say you start to question God you start to question if the things that he said whether they're true or not and it leads you off of the path of righteousness look what it says in Psalms 86 verse 11 teach me your way O Lord that I may walk in your truth. Teach me your way that I may walk in your truth. So where do we get truth from? We get the truth from the word of God. That's right. The Bible is never up for debate. And, that, and what do you think's happening in the world today? It's debated now. Well, I know the Bible's an old book. You know, it was written a long time ago. It's this, it's that. And you're coming up with all these excuses for why you don't have to listen to it. But let me tell you something right now. The first thing you do is you put on that belt of truth and you don't waver, not to the right or to the left. You stick with truth. Otherwise, you're going to be under assault. Otherwise, you're going to realize you're going to wake up one day and, and you're living a life of sin. You're like, how did I get here? Because you moved away from truth. The second thing that we read about is the, the breastplate of righteousness. 
you know, the, turn to Isaiah chapter 11 because we have an example here of Christ in the book of Isaiah using, and if, if it's good enough for Christ, it's good enough for us, isn't it? Turn to Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and of understanding. The spirit of counsel and of power. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes and decide on what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness, he will judge the needy. With justice, he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips, he will slay the wicked. Listen to verse five. Righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness, the sash around his waist. The, the righteousness is something that we put on to protect the most vital of organs, to protect our, our, our heart, to live a life of purity. We have to live a life that is clean unto the Lord. We have to live a life uh, um, of holiness unto the Lord. Look what it says. Uh, um, turn to Philippians chapter 3. Turn to Philippians chapter 3. Righteousness is key. It's key to how we are living. Uh, Philippians 3 and verse 8. What is more? I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Jesus Christ my Lord. For whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God and is by faith. How do we get that righteousness? It comes by God through faith, it comes from God and it is by faith. That righteousness can't be gained by following the law. It can only be gained by faith in Christ. And even Christ himself put on righteousness as a belt. He put it on himself. There was no sin found in him. Let's be like that. Let's be people that there's no sin found in us. You know, when you read about, there's two Bible characters that you read about, Joshua and Daniel, and there's no record of them ever sinning. Let's be, and, and who were they? They, they were conquering people. There were people who overcame. There were people who lived lives of impact. Joshua was the guy that brought uh, the Israelites into the promised land, that saw the walls of Jericho fall. Why? There was no sin in him. He put on righteousness. There was holiness in him. Look, look what Romans chapter 5 verse 1, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. There's a peace that comes on us when we put on righteousness. Let's be people who live pure lives. Purity is everything in the life of a believer. As soon as you allow something to come in that will, 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 will taint the purity of your life, 
that's it. It's over. Because once sin comes in, once you give even an inch to the enemy to come into your life, he's going to take a lot more than that. Put Guard yourself with righteousness. The next one. Fitted your feet, uh, your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. What's the gospel of peace? Being prepared, being ready to meet him. Peace that you know, peace that you know where you're going to spend eternity. Like that scripture that I just read, that through faith we have peace. Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Knowing that, that, hey, I know where I'm going to be when all is said and done. I know where I'm going to be on eternity's morning. I have that peace. So you're not, you're not going into battle questioning whether or not, you know, am I really saved? Am I really going to be making it uh, um, into heaven? No, your feet are fitted with the gospel of peace. And what do you do with that gospel? You run with it. What do you do with it? You run and you let everybody know. You know, it's it's like the race that we, we, we run. And you're letting everybody know, hey, you can have this same peace. And that's why at the end of this broadcast, I am going to give an opportunity for to everybody who's watching. That if you don't have peace and you haven't made that decision yet, whether to follow Christ, you don't have to spend one more night not knowing where you're going to spend eternity. The next one. In addition to this, take up the shield of faith. The shield of faith. That shield quenches the fiery darts. Extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. All of the fiery darts of Satan and all of those, all of his evil ones. The shield of faith. How do you get faith? Somebody mentioned it before. I think it was it was Sister Gina. And she said that faith comes by hearing. Romans 10, 17. So faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word of God. Through the written word. The shield of faith. How do we get faith? We get faith by hearing the word of God. And that faith is going to become a shield to us. Because it, suddenly it's like, for I'm going to give you an example. If you have faith to believe that you know that, that thanks to the stripes that Christ took on his back, that you have healing, right? If you have that faith and then you hear a bad report from the doctor, it's not going to come. That shield is standing in the way that you know, nope, sorry, doesn't happen to me because I know through my faith in the word of God that I ha- that healing is my portion, that God is my healer, that I don't have to be afraid of sickness. Without that faith, one bad report will, 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 will take you out. One bad report, you hear uh, your child, they're not feeling well. Oh, wait a minute, I'm standing on faith through the word of God. That's why I, we constantly preach these things. Because the more that the faith is built up into you. It's like, oh, your kid has a fever. I'm going to anoint them with oil and pray over them. And I'm not going to worry about it. That's the faith, that shield, that quenches those darts of the enemy. Uh, you know, uh, I have struggles with money. No, nope. I know that from the word of God, that my God shall supply all my needs. That he became poor so that I might become rich. That God gives me the ability to create wealth. These are all the things that I know 
through hearing the word of God. And so when things might happen in the natural, it doesn't affect my spirit because my shield of faith is up and ready to go. I wish I had a shield to demonstrate with. I don't. But try to picture it if you can. The next one. Take the helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation. Turn to 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Starting at verse 6. This, this is... <laughs> This is a great, I don't know if you knew this, but the, the armor of God is repeated again here. First Thessalonians 5 verse 6. So then, let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be alert and self-controlled. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be self-controlled, putting on faith and love as a breastplate, and the hope of salvation as a helmet. Listen to verse 9. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. We understand and know that thanks to, to, to what Christ did, that we have that salvation. Titus 2.11, for the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people so we put on salvation as a helmet to protect our minds to remember hey i don't have to worry or wonder whether or not i'm saved i know i'm saved i know for god we know we're not appointed to suffer wrath hey um you know maybe this is the tribulation no it is not because we are not appointed to suffer wrath we are not appointed to suffer these things there will be a time when, when, when Satan has free reign over this earth during the time of the tribulation. It won't last long, but there will be a time. Now is not that time. And you continue to read, uh, um, and we talk about it in, in, in 1 Thessalonians. He died for us. Listen, he died for us. So that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing we encourage each other hey we're not appointed to suffer wrath we're getting out of here we're gonna hear that trumpet call and we're gone we have the helmet of salvation and the last one the sword of the spirit which is the word of god the spirit acts in harmony with the written word of god and it should be quoted in times of temptation and it will be cut it will cut into pieces the snares of the enemy what does that mean you know i wrote a whole book about it speaking out and, and, and speaking out the promises of god speaking out the things that are in the word of god because in those moments oh you know what um this bill just came in i don't know if i have money to pay it nope i'm that's not what i'm repeating i'm repeating what the word says like I read, like I said before, my God shall supply all my needs. I'll never be in lack. Jesus said, do not worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about what, what you're going to eat and drink. If even the sparrows are cared for, how much more so are you going to be cared for? Why should I worry? You don't speak and repeat worry and fear and doubt. You speak out what's in the written word of God and you can't go wrong. 
You speak out the promises of God. You speak the things that he said. Like, like I just said before, I covered it. God has given me the ability to create wealth. There's no worries there. If you're constantly speaking out doubt, you're going to be doubting in your head. If you constantly speak out what's in the word of God, what's in your sword of the spirit. Um, <laughs> I have to say this story. My, my best friend's dad, whenever he would, he would come into church and he, he either misplaced his Bible or something like that, he would say, hey, where's my sword? He, he calls it his sword and we laugh, but I actually love that. This is our sword. It's our weapon against all of the fiery darts of the enemy, against the snares of the enemy, against the, the schemes of the enemy, against the traps of the enemy. What did Jesus say when he was tempted? It is written. It is written. It is written. He came against, he turned everything back on the, on the enemy and Satan had no recourse against the word of God. He had to leave him. He's like, oh, forget it. I'm not going to win this one. No, the devil's not going to win and he's not going to win against you. I'm here to tell you right now that whatever you're facing today, you are not defeated in that thing. The, the devil cannot have authority over you because Christ already took authority over him and he is in you. The last one, pray. It's not part of the armor, but it should be. <laughs> pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying with all the saints. Prayer may not be included in the armor, but it's a very crucial part of the fight against the spiritual power of evil. I'm going to tell you tonight, I, if you're going to sit here, well, you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what I've been through. As I say this every time. People go through hard things, but nothing is ever too hard. To come, uh, to, to, to overtake what God said in his word. And nothing is ever too hard to be more powerful for God. Nothing is impossible with God. Nothing. I'm going to pray. I want to pray tonight as two prayers. I, I know, I know that, um, that our, our, our specific time of prayer and fasting might, might have finished yesterday. Um, but praying doesn't finish. We're not, we, we're never done praying. Um, that's why it says pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. I don't know what you're going through tonight. If you feel that you, you wouldn't mind if I prayed for you, write it down in the comments, write any prayer requests you have. You know what I can't wait for? And I mean this. I actually, I, I, I had, okay. I don't put much stock into dreams. Um, but I'm just being honest. I had this dream last night. Um, it was, I, I don't know what, it was some service and I, I was preaching in, in, in the service and I made a call and I said, if anybody has sickness in their body, come to the front um, 
and I'm going to lay hands on you and pray for you. Nobody came. You want to know why? Not because they didn't want to come, because nobody was sick. I can't wait for the day that if we say who's struggling with something and nobody lifts their hands because they're not struggling with anything because they understand that in Christ they go from glory to glory and victory to victory and strength to strength. Like I told you off the top, battles are inevitable because um, we face opposition in this world. There's an enemy in this world, but defeating him is, is always going to happen when we put on the armor of God. So we're not at that day yet, but I can't wait for that day. When I say, does anyone have a prayer request? And we're like, nope, I don't have anything because you know, uh, even the little thing that I had, I prayed about it and it was solved right away. So no problem. I can't wait for that day. But if you do have something, the Bible instructs, instructs us, pray and always keep on praying for all the saints. Pray for healing. Absolutely. Healing, healing is a big thing. And there's a lot of times um, where you, you might be praying and you're like, I'm not seeing the result. I'm not seeing things happening. But I'm going to tell you this. There's a reason again why it says Pray in the spirit on all occasions. Always keep on praying. We never stop praying. We never quit praying. So I'm going to say a prayer. Um, and if you if you need healing, this, this prayer will go for everybody who might need healing. I'm going to pray that specifically tonight. Because I believe that, like I said, that even though prayer isn't necessarily listed with that armor, it's a vital part of our, of our armor. And especially praying in the spirit. So if there's any other requests, feel free to put them. And I'm going to pray tonight. Father, I thank you. I thank you for every single person who made the decision to come on tonight and join and listen to the teaching of your word. Father, I, I thank you that you are the God of breakthroughs. You are the God of turnarounds. You are the God that overcomes all things. You, you make us overcomers. You, you allow us to be people who carry your authority, <laughs> who carry your authority over all the schemes of the enemy, that there's nothing that any, that can ever be thrown at us. That is too difficult for you. There's nothing that is, that is ever too tough, uh, uh, that, that we're, we think could be impossible. We know and are assured that you are the God that answers our prayers. Father, I pray tonight. I pray for the for that person who, who needs help with their, with their varicose veins, for that person who needs help with their digestive issues, for people praying for salvation of their children. Father, I thank you in advance specifically for the healing of anything that might plague your children. Sickness is not from you. It's not part of the plan. In fact, it's listed as curses for disobedience. So we know that as part of the blessing of obedience to God, that healing is part of it. So I pray, I pray for, for release from those inflamed veins. I pray for the digestive uh, system of my sister. She's been waiting a long time to see, to see this be resolved. And Father, I thank you that we know that nothing is too hard for you. Father, I, I praise you and I thank you that you are the God who heals us. You are, you are our healer. Healing isn't what you do, it's who you are. I am the God that healeth thee. I pray for also for salvation. 
For those who are far away from the Lord, or maybe who have never known the Lord, I thank you that you know that you, we know from your word that you're waiting. You're waiting to give people time. You're waiting to give people time to be saved. Thank you, Lord, for, for debt, for people in debt and financial struggle. We know that in you there is no lack. We know that in you there is no financial struggle because you have provided for us. You always provide for us. <laughs> we know that no matter what happens in this world, we will always be taken care of financially. Yes, I, I pray for those who are looking for direction. I pray for those who, who are looking for, who, who are making decisions. God, trust your spirit. Trust your spirit to know that if he told you to do something, it'll be carried through to completion. Trust, keep on trusting him. Don't lose heart. Don't lose heart. I, I don't know if this, the person who put the, the, the message in the question box, I won't say their name, but, I, but, but I'm going to tell you this. If, if, if God directed you to do something, don't, don't question that. Don't allow yourself to waver. Don't allow yourself to look to the right or to the left and wonder, is this the right thing? Trust God. Trust that he who began a good work in you, that he who called you, will carry it to completion. Father, I pray for salvation for, for Maxim, for Stephanie, for Jonathan, for anybody. Lord, let the seeds of the gospel that, has, that have been planted, let it come, uh, let it grow and come to fruition in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Lord. I want to pray one more thing tonight. If you're listening to me and you don't know Jesus and you've never made a decision and we're talking about salvation, tonight is your night. The Bible says that if you believe in your heart, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So Father, uh, so so. Pray this prayer. Pray this prayer out loud out of your mouth. The Bible says that if you confess me before men, uh, I will confess you before my Father in heaven. So don't think, why do we have to say it out loud? Because the Bible says so. So pray this prayer. Say, Father, I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead. I confess with my mouth all of my sins and wrongdoings. I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Father, that through Christ and faith in Him, I am now saved. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, 